Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Peanut Tillman, and this is the NFL Player Second Acts Podcast. I got my guy, Roman, Deacon, Uncle, Harper. I got so many nicknames for you, bro. We're like, I could just, we could talk about your age and everything all day. You got my co-host, you my like, you Robin or Batman? I'm definitely, um... I think you Batman, I'll be Robin. I would try and, I would prefer Darkwing, but you know, if you want me to be Robin, I can be New Age Robin, it's all good. But yeah, man, you, you like my little sidekick, we go back and forth, you know... I am a sidekick because, you know, I'm younger than you. So that's the, the gist of it all. If you're not younger than you, you can't be a sidekick in that Batman-Robin okay, okay. uh, situation. So I'll, I'll take Robin. It's yeah, cool. That's cool. Um, let's just go ahead and thank the, the, the viewers okay. and the listeners out there for always tuning in consistently. And I always appreciate them. Always remember, though, make sure you hit the, uh, that, that like button. Give us a review. And anywhere else, you know, you know tell a friend to tell a friend to you know listen to us tune in on apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast we always like to thank you guys first let's get that out the way you got to pay some bills let's do that got to pay the bills but uh we got a special one yeah we got a special db podcast you know, all we, db all 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 db all day we got dares butler antoine bethea uh we talk ball we got their their podcast man to man yep it's a good one y'all don't want to miss that one it was a that might have been one of the f- best ones of the day. It's awesome because Tuan, look, and, you know, he's, we got drafted together. We yeah. worked out together. 
He's one of the more confident guys you'll ever meet, uh, especially being from Howard. You never would have known that because you think he's a big school guy because of how confident he is, how great his, uh, how great his career was. Yeah. But uh, I just love, because I've listened to their podcast quite often. It's really entertaining. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, your first radio row, this is like my 10th or 12th radio row. Wow. I've been doing it. No, I'm lying. I'm exaggerating. It's probably like my sixth or seventh. I've done it a few times, not on this side, not okay. interviewing players and, and talking to them. Um, I was always the interviewee. Yep. So having done it one time, we're wrapping things up. How, how, how do you feel about it? I feel like my, a lot of my questions were kind of fire, honestly. Um, I thought my dress game was on point at times. I, I thought, I, I honestly, the, my best experience is that as I've got to meet all these great players, yeah. Hall of Famers, current players, former players, I'm, it just always amazes me when they know my name and I don't take right? that for granted. Yeah. I, I think it's the coolest experience and it's it even shocks my wife. Like we we met um uh oh my gosh, the coach at Tennessee State. Uh Eddie oh, George. Uh, jo- Eddie George. And Eddie George is like, oh I know Roman. No, you don't have to introduce me. And my wife's like, he knows you? I'm like, I don't it know. Make you, it's like, man, it, I'm, it's, I'm I'm I, I was that good for y'all yeah, to know who it, I was. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing, but it also shows you that these guys are football fans, too. They watch it and enjoy it just as much as we all do. And it's a cool thing um, when you get that call or people that you that you are such a big fan of actually know you or that they're a big fan of you. So that's been I, my I think biggest my old, my old wow moment. Uh, I was hanging out with John, John Randall's. Pino, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. To see. I was like, damn, you remember my name? You Hall of Fame, John? Yeah. yeah. I, my voice got a little high pitched, too. I was like, hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> like, I just you just got excited, though. Also, yeah. Orlando Pace, the creator of the pancake, humongous human being. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there for those that don't know. Humongous human being. See, I know him because we played together in oh, yeah, uh, they, uh, Ohio, Ohio, Chicago. One, one year, one season. Humongous person. He's still big. He's very, very large. He's still big. Oh. Yeah. But anyways, man, we had a great combo with uh, Antoine and Darius, man. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody, let's take a listen. Let's toss it to the interview. How about that, Peanut? Let's go. Check it out. All right, we're here at Radio Row, and we are joined with two special guests. And these guys, these two gentlemen, it's a whole thing about the DBs. We yeah, bring in more. Yeah, sir. I think this is DB day. Yeah, it is. It's been a lot of DBs here, and uh, it's nothing but love when they come here. Two guys that really balled out their whole career. Darius Butler, my man, and, of course, my favorite guy, <laughs> Antoine Bethea, number 41. Yeah. Another number 41 yeah. out here. This is the guy that did it even hey, more than weird. me for longer than me in the same draft class. Sorry, Darius. I got to give major love. Oh, over you here. got to. This hey. is weird. we trained together. Oh, six, man. This is we trained together. Yeah. He was the first one that actually taught me when young jock was doing it is going down like uh, yeah. uh, in the club. I'd never he taught seen you how to before. dance. But no, I'd never it, seen this before. We had, I, some, we had some good times in the A. Yeah, bro. It was it was it was going crazy. Those years, and this yeah. was. I just got there. I started working out. The Howard season was ended before Alabama yeah, season. Know, you know, I, you know that me at HBCU it's a little different. You know, <laughs> I'm rocking the Howard. I like, season. I like you know, that. I'm trying to get my daughter to go there. I went there on college trip. So yes. uh, yeah, man, I'm trying to. I hope she go there. So I've been telling Rome about. I've been yeah. Yeah, and, and so Twan like put me on game, man. Early on in the process of training, and working out, man. It was great times, so, and we followed each other's career, man. For sure. Drafted for sure. in the same year. Um, him did, a little bit later than me, but hold on, okay. let's get this in. Okay. So, are you guys gonna be okay? Because last time, 
you guys played against each other in the Super Bowl. You can own Super Bowl 41. I'm just trying to hold you back. I know. Hey, that good. was a good time. Right? <laughs> great time. It was a good time for you? Yeah. Great time. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody won the there's no, there is There is no animosity or anything like that. That was years ago. I only get mad when you bring it up because you try to put me down. You try to bring me down with that negative energy. And I, I felt like it was a, a slight shot at me as well. Wait, wait, wait. What? Oh, because y'all faced off. We faced off. Okay, yeah, I knew he was gonna do yeah. that too. Yeah. He's he's good for that. Yeah, he's he's Set he's definitely yeah. good for that. Yeah. Hey, look, man, we, oh, we did talk about this, Twan. We, we talked did. about it, and you're right. Um, it was uh, it was a great day for me. And a couple years later, in Super Bowl 44, I actually got my championship out of the way. And yeah. uh, credit to you guys for putting up a great fight. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you you one and one for two, one and one? I'm one and one. One and one. One and one. Zero oh and two. Ah, damn. Yeah, it's all right. Oh no. So here we go. So here's the last question I got for Tuan, and this is a little bit of a legacy thing. So Tuan, you played how many years? Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Longer than any other safety in our draft class. I yeah. do know that. It was only six other players in our whole draft class, no matter position or player, that played longer than you. Can you name me Ooh. those six, or at least try? You can tag your partner if you need a little help, too. Six. Six. <laughs> Phone a friend. It was one defensive back for him. It was one DB. Who's the first pick in that draft? Mario Williams. Mario Williams. Okay. Reggie, Reggie Bush, Bush second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one DB. Vince Young was third, I believe. Yeah. yeah. One DB. Jonathan Joseph. J. Joe. South, yep. South, South Carolina. Played at Houston, Houston yep. for an extremely long time. Finished his career up. Love this dude. He still lives in South Carolina now. Yeah, right, yeah, right yeah. closer to you where you actually He's live. actually about to move. <laughs> right to be there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know anybody else? I do not. Steven Gostowski, the kicker. The kicker. Wait, wait, say that last name again. Gostowski. Oh, okay. I wanted you to say teammate. it. I just wanted See? you to say it. I got okay. you. I got you. I ain't Thank you, Darius. Thank you, dog. Hear. Thank you. Uh, we got Damata Pico. He was the D tackle. Okay. Okay. He's a big, you know what I'm talking yep, about? Yep, yep. And uh, Andrew Whitworth, of course. Hey, yep, okay. Out of LSU. Yep, yep. And uh, Sam Cook, the punter. Yeah. I mean, he was picked four picks ahead of you. Solid class. A solid class. There it is. I don't know. I, I think the 03 class might have had some more big names, but I'm just, I'm, maybe I'm biased because I'm an 03 guy. Yeah. So I'm just. You guys wore bigger shoulder pads too back then, too. No, so. no. We, we brought the ruckus. We came with it. Oh, so know, check it. Yeah, no, he look older. <laughs> I'm older, but he looks older. Man, that used to trip me out. The first time I seen this guy, <laughs> please tell this story. Man, we was in Duluth, Georgia. We was training. Mm -hmm. Like he said, you know how we. I think I probably got there. You like two or three weeks ahead. Two of me. or three weeks ahead. Yeah. And Rome, Roman walks in, looking how he's looking right now. Uh -huh. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm twenty. I'm twenty one. <laughs> I'm like. My guy gotta be at least. First of all, I didn't know the story. I'm like, okay, he might got a, a phenomenal story, or yeah. you know, he went. I might have went on a mission. Went on a mission. He came back. <laughs> back. He's like, nah, man. You know, it's just jeans. Like, Had it forever, dog. Just oh, always oh. been great, dog. It's just what it is. He been a great what eighth grade? Yeah, it came in junior high. I got my first gray hair. My barber was like. Hey, man, I got this gray hair up here. What you want to do with it? <clears throat> I was like, I heard if you cut it, you get three more. So just leave it. And it just. That's crazy. It's been you coming ever it. since. So it's part of it. So the yeah. first time I met him, same exact thing. We met at OPO back. Or is it OPO? Uh, 
Well, well, PAO. PAO, excuse me. We've been at this, this this conference, Christian conference. Yeah. We go, we do our thing, but he's in my group. I thought he was like an OG vet. I was, you know, I'm getting ready to call him Unk and everything. For those, Unk is uncle, short for uncle. So I'm, you know, I'm calling, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm only in my second year. And I'm like, second year? What in the world? Good man, that dude has been through some stress. You've been smoking some cigarettes because life ain't, life ain't supposed to be that hard for you to be that great this young. But we developed a relationship, you know, we finally became teammates when we were in Carolina 2015. Amazing season, Super Bowl 50. We lost, sorry. Um, you two became teammates, right? Three years, 2000, what, 2011 to 2013? Yep. yep. And because I assume you guys must have formed one hell of a friendship, a bond, man. right? 12. You, okay. Yep, 2012. 2012. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You guys formed some type of a friendship, some form of a bond, right? Yep. For you guys to have your man-to-man podcast. Yep. Tell, can you tell us a little bit more about like how that how that kind of friendship was molded and how you built that to get this podcast? Well, sure. I, I came in obviously. You know, I knew AB from from a distance. I watched him from a distance. He's well respected around the league. And uh, at that time, it was uh, my third team in the league. So second okay. round pick, in New England. Get cut after my second year. Spent a year in Carolina. And then this was kind of like I sat down with Griggs in the gym and he was kind of like, hey, this is going to be your last shot, you know, mm. pretty much. That's just the reality of it. If you don't come in here and play well, so I'm like, all right, cool. So I get in there. I'm like, all right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be my way to highway. I got to go all in. And A.B. was kind of he was a, we called him the general in the meet room, you know, just always calm, always ahead of the game as far as um, running the meeting room. You know how important meeting rooms are as yeah. young players and just seeing that, just respecting that and wanting to learn from that. Um, just kind of gravitated towards him. And then once he moved on in free agency, I kind of had to assume that role. And then uh, we, we obviously stayed in contact and then started the podcast. We, we started in the middle of the pandemic, yeah. I think July 2020. Yeah. And we just started rocking. I yeah. think a lot of people might have started podcasts during the pandemic. So why? Why during the why? Yeah, why, why, why in the middle the pandemic? of the pandemic? Yeah. Man, it was it was funny because I actually uh, I hit D-Butt up and mm-hmm. was um, it was something on my mind, you know, just thinking about it. And obviously, you know, D-Buck was one of the guys that I thought about just, you know, his expertise, the way he's able to talk about the X's and O's and just the respect that I have for him as a player and as a friend. So when I did call him, I'm like, look, man, I've been thinking about it, you know, and we talked about it, Peanut, like being able to do a, a podcast by yourself. Yeah. That's tough. It is. You know, so to be able to have somebody that you respect and, you know, know still have the same, um, you know, ideas as far as the game. You know, we just we just kicked it off. Do you have a segment that you guys prefer to do the most on your guys' show? I seen you guys do your picks mm-hmm. on the weeks, and you say like you're not always right, but you're very confident. <laughs> very, <laughs> very confident. You have to be <laughs> you confident. Have to be. You, you have, have very to be. confident. You have to picks. be. <laughs> um, I think throughout our time, man, we've had different segments, right? Um, this year we did a. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. We had a segment segment with uh, Dead Ass Wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we've okay. been that a few times. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but um, I would say those two. Yeah, we, we talk about, you know, pretty much the whole whole league and everything that's happening. Not yeah. only just football, but things that's happening in, in real life as well. But honestly, Thank my you. favorite segments are, you know, when we disagree. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we agree on a lot of things. You know, we've seen the game a lot of similar ways. But when we actually disagree on something, like it ain't nothing like a good old locker room argument. Yeah. What was the best? What's the biggest argument you oh, guys probably disagreed man, on? I'ma say it. So we <laughs> talked about it. As far as is it tougher in the league being a starter or a backup? Is this in the NFL or in like the NFL? NFL? Yeah. So so he, you know, long time starter. I started. I rotated in. Was a nickel guy. And I'm like, look, it's much tougher. Like if you're starting. 
you get that first hit, that you get maybe you give up a catch, get a tackle, like you, you playing ball now. You in your rhythm, you get the rhythm, you get a tempo. As a sub player, I play sub a lot. Sub player, you, you playing the Patriots, they made it made it be the game plan to keep you off the field, maybe 12 and 13 personnel the first. 14 out of 16 plays, and then when the game is on two minutes before halftime, I got to be full go, communicate, making the calls. That's tough. And, um, you know, AB's argument is more so like, look, it's that expectation every yeah, week. Every, every week. play. So you that are, was a good debate. Go back and forth. You expected to play at a high level, level each and every <clears throat> week. And as you guys know, you starters in the league, every year they drafted somebody to get you out of that starting Bigger, role. Bigger, faster, stronger, you younger. Know, then if you are starting, you know, your pay your pay is up. So they trying to find another reason to get you out of the building. Um, so, again, obviously it's tough to play in the league. You know, it was a, a great debate. You know, I stood on my stance. He stood on and, his. And one more point on that. And, and we all players up here. <laughs> right. So, you know, coming into the year, you know, you met, you drafted somewhere. You're making a certain amount of money. You know you're you're the guy that year. At least. So you're the guy for this stretch unless an injury or you just have a terrible four-game stretch or something like right. that. Right. As a backup or as a sub player, when you are in there, it's a different mindset as far as when you're that guy, like I know, hey, I'm waiting for this formation, this down to this this situation, and I'm jumping this route. Like I'm going, like that's just, I'm going, boom. Every every series you may have that thought. Right. As a backup, you may be, I don't want to mess up. Like this is my shot. And now that can hold you back, obviously, but that's what's going through a lot of the players' minds uh, when you are in that role. And I was in that role. That's, that's why I struggled really my second year in New England because New England, you can get bitched. You have a bad Thursday practice. <laughs> right. You might be, you might have your shoulder pads out of your locker. the Super Bowl. Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. So yeah. it's crazy, man. Uh, just that the, the the psychology behind it as well. So it can kind of limit your athleticism. So we got to a good, uh, that was that was definitely a good one. For I, think, sure. I think what Darius brings up is a great point. Because, you know, if I'm a backup guy and the coach says be inside leverage, and anytime I'm not inside leverage, what are you doing? Like, you don't get the lead yep. way of, like, ah, oh, you know, coach had this feel. I was like, nah, 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 nah. You got to be a robot. It's, yeah. it's rule guys yeah. and it's guideline guys. Yeah. It's rule guys, which are mostly backups. Like, you got to do by the rule, by the book. Then we got other guys that's kind of by the guidelines, yeah. you know? And I get that, too. And another thing, as far as a backup and a start, as, as a starter, you know, everybody's critiquing. Everybody's watching film. On the defensive side, OC, quarterbacks, receivers, they're looking at you, right? So they can tell, okay, Roman, he's not good here. Peanut, he's not great here. Yeah. This is what he does great, right? <clears throat> as far as the backup, you throw in, it's, no fi it's film on you, but really not that much where a opposing player can really critique you. So, again, as a starter, you got to be on your P's and Q's every game, yeah. every down, every snap. I would, yeah. I, that was, yeah. We, yeah. I think I side more with you because I, I didn't. I started. That's the majority of mine, though. I, I but I like where you came from. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I feel it. I, I like where you, I like where you came from. Like, but yeah. It's. I hear it. I understand yeah. it. I don't agree with it. I hear it though. Fair. I don't agree. I guess I. I don't agree with it because, having been a starter, I thought like you. There's always a guy bigger, faster, younger, stronger. He's trying to take food off my table. He's yeah. trying to take food yeah. or money out of my pocket. So I got to be on all the time. I'm not afforded or I can't make this mistake because they're going to put you in there and then boom, 
Wally Pip. Wally you know the, Pip. The, the, yeah. Wally Pip. Wally Pip. I want to see a picture so of Wally Pip. So for those, hey, everybody uses Hey, for the Wally Pip, he got sick. Can we change that to Tom Brady He didn't play. And then he was a Yankee, Yankee great. I don't know what Yankee player it was. He Bay came Ruth. and he took his spot, and he never gave it up. And that's, hey, Wally Pip, that's a story. <laughs> Google it if you don't believe me. Hey, it's a true story. It's yeah. a true story. So that's that's where I am. So, look, I'm a defensive guy. I, I talk to everyone about Super Bowl. We're, what, two days, two hours, oh, and 31 yeah. minutes from the wow. game right now. The game is solely sold on offense. The commercials, the tickets, pitchers, everything is offense, right? Everyone wants to see points on the board. I hate high-scoring games can't stand it i hate bad it's it's just not good for me yeah. it's good for the sport i yeah. i like high school games why is bad defense though it's bad defense though. do you do you want to see a high scoring or low scoring game huh why first of all it's points uh you know it's a lot of uh you know regardless uh depending on which state you're in if you can bet on it you know no parlays, touchdowns scores go. all that stuff but i mean i like to see as a defensive Defensive player, obviously, you want to see plays, you want to see picks, you want to see sacks as well. Pick sixes, those points. I love points. I love it's just the entertainment factor. I also love seeing a well-played defensive game as well. And I feel like today's game, you can play great defense and it still be a 31-28 game. When we were playing, that was a you play, you felt like you played terrible on defense. Today, right, yeah. you hold Mahomes or Hurts or one of these offenses to 28, like you looking at your offense like, hey, y'all got to put up 30. That's if you give up 21 points, you got to win that game. Bro. That's that's right. I remember when we was, 21 points, you got to win that game. Yeah. I remember <laughs> when we was in the main room, it was 17 for us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we hold a team 17. We should be able to yeah. win the game. Yeah. That's, it was that's, 17 points. Yeah, so that's where we were. I, I don't like a – I'm with you. I'm like 14 to 17. Yeah. That, that's how we were. Anything past that, it's a failure. I yeah. get it, man. Like, you, that was that was you guys, Ron Rivera, quarterback Smith. That was the motto. Low, low, Low scoring games. Ah. I like it. Yeah. It also goes, it, it, it shows how smart that your D coordinator is. Like mm-hmm. it, it shows that they really planned a real, they have a really, they have a really good game plan for this team. So I'm curious to see what uh, uh, Philadelphia does, what they have in store for Patrick Mahomes, vice versa. I want to see what Kansas city has in store for Philadelphia. What are they going to do to get hurts? What are they going to do from home? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want to see, it's not just about the players, yeah. but what are your coaches doing to put those players in that situation? I, I, honestly, I think on the defensive side, I think Kansas city has a tougher job than Philadelphia Eagles does. Yeah. Um, Cause you and look, why at, Philly, why you look at Philly, you look at their offense, you look at Jalen Hurts, you look at Miles Sanders, how he's been playing mm-hmm. in, um, in the postseason. You look at, you know, the Smith, you look at uh, A.J. Brown. They have weapons all across the board um, for Philly, right? Philly, they can run the ball, they can pass the ball. Now you got RPOs and you don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to mm-hmm. do. So in that aspect, I feel like Kansas City got to figure out, OK, what are we going to try to limit? Right. Yep. Flip side for Philly. You got that defensive line. You got seven guys in the rotation, man. They can go get Patrick Mahomes. And my first, my one and only thing that I'm gonna do is double uh, Kelsey and make yeah. them beat beat me left handed. Somebody else got to beat me. And Somebody Pierce. else. And Juju. you got two great corners, Bradbury and, mm-hmm. and Big Play Slay have balled this year. Yes. Yeah. So you allow those guys to go one-on-one on outside. We say, all right, if you beat them, yeah. then you deserve it. Yeah. And we're going to put all the attention. I mean, I like the game plan. It, it, it's amazing how his defensive guys immediately, all right, what are we going to give you up? Can't, what are we going to take away? You can't sleep on Chauncey Gardner-Johnson either. I feel like that was one of their 
big Howard Roseman done an incredible job putting this roster together as far as drafting. You look at everybody on offense, most of those guys have been drafted to that team, but defensively bringing in Bradbury, trade for Slay, and then Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who wanted that, to get yeah, paid yeah. in New Orleans, yeah. you know, was, was a great slot defender there, moved back to safety, and now done a lot for that secondary for that defense. So um, when you got on both sides, I think the Eagles had an edge in the trenches. And that's really where I think these games gonna come down to the Super Bowl that Mahomes did lose. He was, you know, running for his life. Obviously, yeah. they got better um, on that O line, but I think on the outside with those tackles, um, Brown and um, it was Wiley. I don't like how they match up with, with Reddick and Sweat and Graham and all those guys. That just Robert Quinn, who's gonna be fresh as well. So um, it's, gonna it's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be tough. But uh, he is still Patrick Mahomes, and he's one of the best we've seen even this early on. So predictions right now, what? Ooh. What we what we talking? Give me give me a score. Give me give me a team. Twan's really good at this. He's very confident at it. Yeah, yeah. and he said it's gonna it's gonna look good. <laughs> at least you know. Go ahead, um, go ahead keep I'm it going, up. I'm going Philly. Philly. Philly with the win. Philly with the dub. Um, I'm going 20, 28, 21. Mm. Okay. Confident. Final answer. Final answer. Confident. Stamp that. And he said it so. Philly twenty eight twenty one. Hardcore. Touch, okay. <laughs> touchdown. I'm, I'm 31-24, Philly. 31-24. So like touchdown, too, which is that's, that's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. But What you got? Um, the Eagles have been the best team in the league all year long. I'm going with the best team in the biggest game. I just That's just what it is. The way Kansas City wins the game is if, you know, we all know it. At the end of the day, as the young people like to say, Patrick Mahomes is going to say, I am him. Yeah. If he goes out there and does that, then – when the best player goes out there and wins you a game, yeah. sometimes he just beats you. Yeah. And that's what it's going to take for Kansas City to win this game. And it's very possible that that could happen. I like the best team in football. Yeah. I'm going with the Eagles. Um, give me a score. What you got? A score? Yeah. Honestly, me, I think me, it's going to be a score. lot more, lot, a lot bigger than what we think. I think maybe 42 28. Oh, my Ooh. Lord. Why would you say that? Because I just think it's going to like the game is going to be big. It's going to like it's going to be a lot of points. What you want? 42 35? I mean, I don't care. But it's going to be, I think they're going to score. I don't lean on you. Because you can stop Patrick Mahomes for two quarters. And dude, I'm telling you, you blink an eye and it's it's on. And then Kelsey's hot. Everybody's celebrating. And they and now you're on your heels as a defense. And you know how hard it is when you're in two minute mode in the third quarter. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. really tough playing defense in the two minute offense when you're placing two minute offense in that third quarter. It's just really tough to stop. That's what I think. This game kind of gets out of ahead, and it's going to play with a, a much faster pace than what we anticipate. I bet you you're wrong. <laughs> All right, I bet you you're wrong. I bet you 100 pushups you're wrong. I'm not going to put money on it, but I, I bet you 100 pushups you're wrong. I, I think it's going to be a lower, a low scoring game. Like how low? I'm going to say 21. 21 to what? Total. 21 points. No one's getting over 21 points. And I'm saying that with confidence. It's going to be some great defense. So what's the who wins and what's the score? Okay. Philadelphia wins. I'm going to say 21. 21-14. Low scoring game. Calling it right there. All right. Confidence. It's scary, man. Nobody's giving, giving Patrick Mahomes and Andy. It's crazy. That, that, that is scary. Wow. That's, that, that is that very is scary. scary. That means me. we probably are going to be wrong. <laughs> no. Um, all, right. all right. Each one of you guys, I'd love to ask this question. All right. Anytime we get a guy on. What was your first welcome to the NFL moment? Mm. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. 
because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All right, like, see, for me, mine was in training camp. Yeah, My man, Mike too. McKenzie, Money Mike, he was, like, not going to practice the first day of training camp. All right, cool. But Sean Payton was like, all right, this is a new thing where you at least got to wear the dress. So we just had, he had to put a helmet on while he rode the bike. Mike always wore shades. Yeah. So literally, he comes out there without a helmet on. They're like, Mike, you got to put your helmet on. So he goes in with the shades on. And I'm thinking he's going to take the shades off because he put on a helmet, right? Mm -hmm. No. He comes right back out. Shades on underneath the helmet mm. and riding a bike for like 20 minutes. For me, I was like, oh, this is what the league is about. This is the league. Yeah. This dude's riding a bike with shades on. Like, how <laughs> cool is that? So I'll give you my welcome to the league, and I'll give you a story when I got my bell rung. The welcome to the league was my rookie year, training camp. Yeah. The real two-a-days. Um, mm. and Love it. Real two-a-days. For those that don't know, two-a-days was like hardcore. What in the 
you practice one day, you take your pads off. The, the real tour days was you practice twice a day. <laughs> full pads. Full pads. Yes. Hitting, no, running. When you're a rookie, you, you're doing every, every so that's what team, it was. scout team, special <laughs> so, team. So that's what it like, was for me. It was kick Running off, like Seabiscuit. Kick off return, punt, punt return, first team, second team, scout team. And this was probably the first time ever playing football. I questioned if I could do this. Yeah. I had that same question. Me. And <laughs> I was I was on the sideline, and I remember it was Marlon Jackson, Kelvin Hayden, and I'm sitting on a, I'm I'm on a knee, and I'm and I'm just quiet. <laughs> I'm thinking, and I'm just like, bro, like, are y'all hurting right now? Y'all tired? And they both just started laughing. They were like, yo, you gonna be good, yo. We was feeling the same way last year. Yeah. And it kind of helped me. I'm like, okay, I. They went through it, so yeah. it's not just it's just not me personally. You know, it's just one of those things you have to go through. But that was kind of the my welcome, like, all right, man, this is a little different. Yeah, it's a little different, man. And the one time I got my bell rung, I still to this day don't know who that player was. <laughs> but we were playing. That's a real was old old football. We were playing the um, San Diego Chargers in Indy. Darren Sproles he catches a screen pass, haul and tail down the sideline, and you know. Talk about angles, so I'm taking an angle. <laughs> Good pursuit trying to, angle. Trying to, I'm, I'm getting it. And a receiver ran a go route, mm. so he peeled back. Go route's just a straight running up the field. He peeled back, and when he hit me, like instantly, like I just started seeing stars. And the first, when I opened my eyes, I seen my feet. Mm. So I was. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me so hard. <laughs> but, you know, it was just natural reaction to, like, just to get up real quick. Yeah. He scored. I run to the sideline, take my helmet off. Uh, one of my teammates was like, bruh, you bleeding. Like, I had – she hit me so hard, it was blood coming out my ear. Like, Damn. You got rock. Um, I mean, mine, uh, really, I got drafted to the Patriots. So, uh, I remember when we get there, it's rookie mini camp and stuff. And yeah. Going through, you know, doing one-on-ones with these guys and – DB coaching my ear after every, hey, man, when Brady and Moss get here, it's going to be different. Like, they ain't going to cut it. I'm like, I'm going to be all right. So, <laughs> them boys get there, Brady, Moss, Welker, and I just, like, everything, my, I felt like my head was just spinning. Like, I felt like I wasn't even playing football anymore. Yeah. You talked about the leverage. Like, I knew we, you had to be in certain level. All right, we're going to be outside, le inside leverage at the line of scrimmage. Once we get in the intermediate part of the field, now I want you outside leverage in the day, Rock, because you got, I'm like, like, I'm just trying to cover dudes. So that mentally was my kind of welcome to the, the NFL. And then in the game, my first game, Monday Night Football, um, playing against the Bills. And this is when they had T.O. just got there. Um, Lee Evans, Roscoe Parrish was still there. I think Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson was told that rock. Yeah, Ooh, so told that rock. Great offense. And it comes down as one of those plays, last play of the game, one of those plays where you throw it to a guy and pitch it back and pitch it back. And I'm out there running around with like chicken with my head cut off. So throw it to the first tight end. Boy, I hit him. Bing, bounce off him. He pitched it back to T.O. Boom, he's stiff on me. He get it. I missed four tackles on one play. So in New England, you win or lose that Monday or that Tuesday in that uh, case, this was a Monday night game. You got low lights. Yeah. You know? So you can win by three touchdowns. Like you stressing these low lights. So I'm thinking I'm going to be good, though. This is the last play of the game. He ain't going to get to this one. Last last thing before the meeting, Belichick. Guys, I've been coaching for 35 plus years in this league. I've, you know, I've seen pretty much everything. I've never seen a guy miss four tackles <laughs> or one play. I'm like, coach, I'm a hustler, man. So that was that was my welcome to the welcome to the league moment.
I think, didn't you miss like three or four tackles in one play? No. You know what play I'm talking about. Y'all know the, the, the famous, you know, when Norris is playing uh, 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 Seattle. 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 And then you run through, you know, uh, Beast Mode, you run through the hole. And yeah. You oh, yeah. Break one tackle, break another tackle, break another tackle. Yeah. If you look closely, you see Rome early. In the, in the background. In early. Did you miss one? I, I really didn't even miss him. It, it was like this. Like, I was loaf? setting the edge. Yeah, that like a loaf to me. I, I, I was setting the edge. He goes inside. So uh-huh. I'm, you know, posting up, yep. boom. He goes inside. So then I like, okay, looking. Then like D line missing. D line missing. I'm like, so then I start running. Linebacker missing. Change of speed, change of speed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Corner, get off me. I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> so now I'm like really running. Safety dive miss. He stiff warming up. I'm like, oh you pay. Then I look up. It's just me, three blockers, and Marshawn. And that's when he hit the whole mile yeah. on the way on there. Yeah. I just like, I was like, what happened? Like, it's like my favorite play all the time. I look at I you and no laugh idea every what time. happened. It is hilarious. Um, I look at that play and it, me. huh? You got me one time. Matter of fact, on uh, Hester, D has should have been in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Yes. Um, he broke a punt return record, I believe. I was on Carolina this year. I think it was you and Corey Graham, maybe. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And I and I this is my First and last rep as a gunner in the NFL. <laughs> Y'all boys put Which is the worst position to play? The worst position in the NFL. These aren't used to getting double teamed. Yeah, we're, we're, tre- we're not trench players like that. At all. This and I have been position. sabotaging special teams drills for three years up until that point. <laughs> I finally, so many injuries have happened. Hey, Depot, we need you. Y'all need me this game now with this unit? Because y'all took the absolute utmost pride in that part of the unit. Yeah, so yeah. that was definitely not. That, that was y'all. I appreciate you ending my gunner career, though. But, man, <laughs> you know, that was some smoke I was not trying to deal with. Oh, man. That's man. what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. But look, we can't thank y'all enough, man, yeah. uh, for coming on our podcast from, you know, man to man. Yes. Uh, we thank y'all. Uh, wishing nothing but success for y'all on y'all pod. Yeah, man, and, uh, no doubt. I need a hoodie. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Please, I want to I get what's one of those hoodies. And uh, shout out, you know, how it represents H-U? you, you know, H-U. Hopefully hey, my daughter about, goes How about there. the H-U uh, swim meet? Oh did my you ever gosh. go to one? I I did not. The swim meets were not like that when I was. Okay, okay. Swim meets. I, okay. I, I need to go okay. to one. I don't even, I'm not even a great swimmer. But now that I'm seeing, <laughs> I got to get back on campus. Okay, okay. Because I, I saw it. I'm like, bro, I need that in my a life. A lot of energy in the it's swim meet. a lot pool. of energy in that swim meet. Okay. Glad we, hey, appreciate that, of dog. Course, of Thank course, you, man, of course. Appreciate yeah, y'all coming through. You. Yes, yes, sir. Seeing you, Same man, here, bro. Always, man. Always. So I didn't know that Darius Butler was the gunner that myself and Corey Graham that we kind of murdered on the sideline. Like I had, when he brought that up and I was like, oh man, I've done that to a lot of guys. Like, I don't really remember. I'm sorry I got you fired off of that, that special team as a gunner. Like, I don't. No, you did him a favor. Nobody wants to be a gunner in the NFL. I'm telling you, it is the absolute worst position to play. Explain to him what the gunner is. A gunner is the outside guy on a punt team. So if I'm punting the ball, it's fourth down, we didn't get the ball, we're going to punt it. And these are the guys on the outside, they're on the line of scrimmage that get to release as soon as the ball is snapped because it's only three guys that get to release as soon as the ball is snapped. You got the up back or the person protector and your two edge guys. They get to release as soon as the ball is snapped. And usually it's two on one. They have two defenders blocking one guy and he can't just run out of bounds. No. Unless he gets thrown out of bounds. He's going to get, he, he'll get held. He when gets, he falls down, they, they, they allow them to yeah. hold. They allow the defense to hold. It's, it's just pretty a rough, bad. It's a, rough it's, play. It's, a really, it's a physical rough play, and you just got to have your big boy pads on and pants 
And you just got to just, you know, you got to fight. You got to fight. You got to fight. <laughs> you got to slap. You get pulled. You got to do other techniques. You got to. Yeah. Eye gouge. Whatever it takes. You're going to have to do it when you're but it playing. Was, I, I liked it. Um, I, I like their podcast. I like the views. You know what I, I told also from them, though, is that I can tell they both care about each other. You can For tell. Sure. Like not everybody that works together likes each other. Yeah. And not everybody that does podcasts together get along or. And Darius was like, man, the best times I have is when we don't when we don't agree on something. Mm -hmm. And so that's really cool when you you know you care that much. You're like when you disagree, it's almost like the most fun thing because we don't disagree that much. I'm gonna start disagreeing with you more, just off just off principle. Well, it's really hard to disagree with me, Peanut, because I'm always right. So that's just one of those things. It's really hard to go against the truth. I'm not even gonna argue with that because that's that's another conversation for off camera. Well, good. I'm just gonna end the show right now. So thank you for all those listeners for tuning in constantly. Make sure you go out there, hit that like button, give us a review, a rating. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, whether it's... That's Drew Brees, guys. Oh, my God, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, What's going guy. on? All right, anywhere you get podcasts. Oh, my God, yeah, Drew, Drew, that's my guy. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. What's going on, baby? Shirt, man, what's going on? Uh, this is the type of stuff we do. Uh, we get people like Drew Brees just to pop in on seeing you. Good seeing you. Oh, my God. That was awesome. What a real treat it was. That was a real treat. Can you can you get back in the picture? I, I don't even. Oh yeah, I'm not even in the picture anymore. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, that's uh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, future Hall of Famer Drew Brees, one of your teammates, a guy I worked out with in uh, San Diego when I used to live there. Uh, amazing individual. Hey man, you know what? That is the power of live TV slash radio. This is like what it is right now. I don't know. We're just on a whim. And like, man, when you got positive vibes, positive things happen to you. Yes, it was. All right, I guess we'll wrap the show again for the second time. Thank you to all the listeners out there and all of our viewers now, too, as well. You got to see a treat today. And uh, thank you, man. Go out there, give us a rating, a review. Hit that button, like, give us a follow. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Anywhere you pick up or listen to your podcast at. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. 
Find great brands like Vosh at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com slash build. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 